Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. What's up? What's up? This is the Who Cares podcast. My name is Patrick and Michael I'm... Holbert. Oh. Should I not put my middle name in there? Is that a no, security just say problem? Patrick, and I'll say Ross because that's the title of the fucking show. Do you know that there's cyber attacks from like Russia and China on the U.S. infrastructure? So now they have my middle name and they could just hack my personal digital collections. Everybody, welcome to the show, the Who Cares podcast. I'm Ross. And I'm Patrick. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> the son of a bitch. Who cares about Ross and Patrick? I don't care. Yeah, like who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so like who cares? Who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> so we did it. We're back. Yeah. We committed. Oh, yeah. Is this the appointment we set at the end of that podcast? This is the appointment. Thursday. This is Thursday. the appointment. We We're did it. We're recording on Thursday. Maybe should we get nuts and actually just put this out right away? Yeah. Because last episode is only two days old now or something. Oh, yeah. When did it go up? I think Monday or Tuesday or something. Mm. What is today? Thursday? Yeah. We'll figure get this. You, get your calendars Let's out, everybody. Let's figure this it out. Is off. time for calendar <laughs> no, talk. we should. We should post it next week. Well, if I put it up now, though, then it's just done. Um, if anybody wants to weigh in on the fucking ins and outs of this, maybe we can get your family on because they just, love talking about this kind of stuff. We're just gonna have a crazy weekend because we do have my family visiting. So the family is coming to town tomorrow, staying through the weekend, just your sister. Yeah, which will be so nice to yeah. have some visitors. Some I other. I can't wait for them to see this. Wildebeest we are raising. <laughs> she is a wildebeest. She's a Tasmanian devil mixed with a wildebeest and an antelope. But like the cutest face you've ever seen. Yeah. That's oh. how that's how the devil gets you. The devil, devil the de presents Sin. himself as this innocent, sweet, yeah, cutie pie. Rosemary's baby situation. And then you get him in the house and next thing you know, you're raising Satan. I think like Raising Cain. Raising Satan, raising Cain. Uh I think, you know, there's all these like tropes around the terrible twos or like, I don't know, terrible threes. I feel like you always hear there's like something coming, right? Yeah. I think it's just children. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, I the don't, terrible day ones. I don't think it's not. It's never like just steady nightmare, right? And if if it is a steady nightmare, then it's like something is probably wrong with your child, and you should get some help. Or there's something wrong with you. Or there's something wrong with you. And yes, you fair. should definitely seek help. Yes, but the peaks and valleys of the child getting older, entering new phases. I mean, I just think it's like every. Every age is yeah. just bringing new new information to the experience. Yeah, and the momentum of a day can change so quickly based on yes. at what angle and at what speed her face hits the floor. <laughs> Sorry. There was blood. There was blood yesterday. There was blood yesterday. There will be blood. And there, there was be, blood. There will be more blood. There has been blood. Not a ton of blood. We early no. on we had the oh, blood. Oh God! Don't even remind me. I think we talked about that on an we episode. We definitely did. But uh, 
Yeah, we there was blood, and then yesterday. Oh she... my god, I I'm like I'm gonna lose it thinking about what we did to her. <laughs> I can't. Everybody has done it. I know. I it's the visceral like. Yeah. Oh. I still can I remember sick. the sound and feeling. <sighs> I can't. I can't do it. Please, I cannot do it. I'll just say real quick, I'll summarize what we're even oh. talking about. We're being so vague. We're talking about the nail clipping incident of 2020, summer 2020. <laughs> there were two, about a month apart, each of us responsible. Yeah. We each had a turn. We're, we're tied uh, in the oh, World Series God. of Nail Clipping Murder. Uh, the oh. series is tied one to one. This idiot was watching Mayor of East Town and... I I can't like as a mom I can't do it I cannot do it yeah. things are so children triggering to me now children in danger it makes me feel ill as entertainment is uh, much different when you're a parent it makes me feel ill we we made the poor decision early on in parenthood to also watch Perry Mason oh my which god centered around a <gasps> baby abduction. <sighs> slash baby murder which then they repeatedly show autopsy photos of it's horrific and i'm like come on hun lighten up it's hbo it's like the same thing i did to me to myself too where at the end of my pregnancy i was watching the last season of handmaid's tale and yeah. i'm like what the fuck am i doing yeah <laughs> so anyway there was blood yesterday apparently she had a little slip and fall and uh hit her, sitter. hit her chin on a on a little piece of uh, a leg of a table and now she's got this little thing on her chin There's a little cut it's like the classic little kid thing yeah uh but i i what i said to the sitter when she told me what happened and i believe this it sounds like a good entry level face injury you know <laughs> such a dad because by the time i was there she was fine like she was behaving yeah. like her normal self and i so. of course texted the babysitter separately to afterwards get, to, to get be more like, detail because i'm like um so and she actually said she was like i would have texted you i got sidetracked talking to my neighbor when i got home because i know that dads are terrible at relaying <laughs> information <laughs> well i told you everything that happened for the most part, but I wanted beat for beat. You want you want a primary source. Exactly. And because uh, as you're working this case, you are the cop. I'm the Perry Mason of this case. You're the Perry Mason of Fran. Like yes. you're 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 on the case of Fran yes. 24/7 as we've discussed, you work alone. <laughs> and you need you need a primary source. I do. While investigating. And then I was like did she poop with Nico? And you're like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, see, I need the deets. I need the write-up. I need... Well, maybe you could just collect evidence, like check the diaper pail. Are there more shitty diapers I in need there? What the Do dog, a diaper count. I need what like the dog walker app does, where it's like they check like pee, poop, ate. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's an incident, a written report is like in the notes. Well, for Fran, it would be... uh. P P P P P P poop P P P bottle 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 blueberries 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 string cheese string cheese string cheese string cheese string cheese string cheese water 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 poop 
Blueberry and string blueberries and string cheese do seem to be the food of choice for our child, yeah. which is probably the most generic, like what every child just wants to be eating all the time. Nature's candy. Although she wasn't she was really into um that bean spread that I made this morning. You love a bean and yogurt spread. Because she loves it and it's good uh protein. Yeah. You know? Anyway, is this interesting to anybody? We're just catching up. So she's a wildebeest, which is one of the many reasons. Well, yeah, I think so. We decided we're just going to have one child. Yes. Right. Yeah. We kind of we've kind of always knew that was like what our vibe was. And it's only been cemented by a variety of instances and examples with yeah. our own child and other people's children yeah. i'm like nope <laughs> don't want to deal with another one i mean we have we have emotional limitations we have our own age restrictions yes we have a square footage limitation in our home yes like where are we gonna put this kid people I are mean, always like have- oh you just put a baby in a drawer you just put it in a drawer that you only need a drawer no. yeah well we did that and child protective services showed up okay <laughs> He's joking. Uh, Just jokes. But a couple months ago, I reached out to one medical, my medical provider. I shouldn't be sharing all this stuff because now people are going to use my middle name and log in to my doctor's account. Ugh. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, I, so, so one medical is months, who referred you. Yeah. Months and months ago, I got a referral to go to Mount Sinai to get a vasectomy. I did an online thing months ago and then i had an appointment made to go in and the guy just canceled on me yeah and then we went on like some trips and stuff this was before my birthday uh so anyway now i'm like all right i really need to get snipped if i want to have this hot boy summer you know <laughs> get ready babes uh, of brooklyn but also just like we should be careful yes you know? accidents happen accidents happen i drop loads and know? we're lucky that no accidents happened before we wanted the accident to happen. Right. So anyway, I got another appointment and this time they were like, you don't have to come in. You can do because. So they said that. In New York State, you can't just go get a vasectomy. You have to have a consultation and you have to f- sign a consent form. Yes. And I made an appointment. Which fair. The other day because I was like, all right, this guy canceled on me. I need to get this squared away. And on the phone with the receptionist, I said, can I do the consultation portion on a v- video call, like on a remote whatever? And he was like, yes. So I had I that. hate everybody. Sorry, go You're on. You're beating us I to the know, punch here. I, that know, I, I know, I know. So I had the video appointment just now, uh, like an hour ago here in the office. And uh, and uh, turns out I still have to go into the physical office, but... Man, these conversations, I had this conversation already with the first guy from One Medical. He he phrased it a few months ago as, have you completed your family planning? Mm-hmm. And I remember kind of liking the way that was phrased. Because mm-hmm. I think these are questions they have to ask legally, like yeah. there's a law or something. So anyway, I said, yeah, we're, we, we just want to have one. And he was like, okay, uh, then here's your referral. Call this urologist. Um, so anyway... Today, I, I talked to the urologist at Mount Sinai. And this is a different woman. And she said, I, I mentioned we have a daughter. And she said, this is permanent and irreversible. Do you understand what that means? And I said, yes. 
uh, which I always heard this is reversible. Yeah, me too. Perhaps this new way of doing it, it's less invasive, but more, huh. more damage. Maybe they just go in and burn it. They like, burn it. Like Aunt Anne said. They burn it. Um, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> so she, she said it's permanent and irreversible. And then she said, and you're sure you don't want to have, you don't think you would like to have an, any more children. And I said, uh, and then that's like the way she asked it. It's like, why? Well, was pretty sure earlier but now you got me like you're in my head yeah 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 and then she said are you sure you don't want to have a son are you fucking kidding me isn't that crazy because i mentioned my daughter i don't know if she said a son she said a boy are you sure you don't want to have a boy well you're not going to that woman so we're done with her i'm going to whoever's gonna get this done that is fucking ridiculous i am furious right now i'm furious i mean she wants it well so she's in my head about my family planning now like do i want a son that is so fucking inappropriate like what the fuck are you talking you want a son what year is this 1950 like we're trying for the nuclear family it's fucking Pride Month, you dumb bitch. You ever heard of fucking non-binary? Like, suck a dick. You know all those dicks you have in your hand that you're fucking snipping and tucking? Suck one of those, because you suck. <laughs> all right? That's how I feel about that fucking uh, doctor, that fucking old traditional bullshit doctor. I regret not having that call on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumb cunt she was it is 2021 you dumb bitch she was very old-fashioned because she couldn't figure out how to turn on her webcam no she's done next bye you don't I understand anything have an appointment already so uh i hate her so i hate a lot of doctors for these reasons like get your fucking shit together you're in new york city and honestly sorry you saw this was coming right um Usually women are the ones that get these sort of preposterous questions. So there's like some like equality here that you're the one like getting these questions. But like, don't you want a boy? Yeah. And well, it wasn't don't you want a boy? It was like, I think I wish I should have recorded it. I think it was. Are you sure you don't want any more children? Like you don't want a boy? Who's to say we'd have a fucking boy? I know. Like, you goddamn lunatic. Oh, I cannot. But what do you think it is? Do you think these laws are, like, religious groups, like, I don't lobby? even know if there are laws, honestly. I mean, the it seems very, like, state... I bet there are states where you just go and get snipped. I honestly... Does Planned Parenthood do this kind of thing? No, this is, like, I don't think so. I don't think so. But, um... I I feel like it's not a law as much as it's what is part of like old school medical patriarchal type shit where it's yeah. just like it's expected that if somebody is requesting this type of surgery, these are the series of questions that you're expected to ask. I doubt it's like a state thing. I bet it's like American Medical Association type thing. It's like the same shit with like all the sleep training stuff, like all the pamphlets and the like 
Yeah. Like you're going to kill your child if you sleep in the same bed with them. You know, it's like that's not a law in the state, but it's like every hospital is like handing you this pamphlet of like, don't kill your child Mm -hmm. by putting it in bed with you. (laughs) You know, so it's I think it's like it's just that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God, that makes me so. Yeah. So then she said it's uh, two small incisions on either side of the scrotum. And they go in, they anesthetize you locally, and they go in, they do it, they do a a couple quick stitches, it heals up really nicely, she said. Uh, And then she said, uh, and just so you know, you won't be sterile immediately. You you'll have to ejaculate 50 to 100 times. Oh, after the surgery. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant before the surgery you had to do that. No. Because no, no. earlier we were talking off air and when you were like, we well, have to ejaculate 50 to 100 times. I thought like you have to do that before you go in for the surgery. I was like, of, Jesus Christ. Day of, morning of, try to ejaculate somewhere between I'm 50 like, so and 100 times. So this is happening times. next year. Like what's going on? Yeah, she, well, she said it takes, uh, yeah. So anyway, after the surgery, because there's so many tubules yes, in okay. there, there's sperm like around for 50 to 100 more comes. Great. So we'll be careful for the 50 to 100. So fall 2021, maybe we'll be able to <sighs> just let her rip. God, I... But so I go now I go in next week to sign the paper to have the same conversation again. So today saved me no time. Have the same conversation again, maybe with her, maybe with someone else sign the consent form, and then a month from then is when I can actually get the procedure. And in between that, I have to see my general practitioner, get an EKG done, and a general physical to make sure I can handle a surgery. Which we should, I was just, I think we said on the last podcast that we both should get annual physicals anyway, because I think it's been a minute. So, great. Oh, so... Go on, sorry. I was just thinking about the... 50 to 100 times clearing that out, clearing out all those random <laughs> sperms. Like, I mean, I, how I do guess you feel about this? Yeah, so, like, I have to say, like, I never, like, you know, when we talk about stuff, I'm, like, so sure. Like, yeah, I love this little family we have, and this is all I ever need, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But then having a stranger say, well, are you, like, positive you don't want to have more children incept you with her fucking nonsense and her traditional family values and it's not even me she's talking to at that point she's talking to like caveman yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. not it's not patrick it's like caveman whatever me pat yeah caveman <laughs> pat um and i yeah i guess there's like this like little part of me that's like well how do how what do I know what life's going to look like in 10 years or 20 years? You know, I could be a 60 year old man remarried, like wanting to just oh. have, have a son. Wow. The old Alec Baldwin. Yes. He's going to marry a yoga teacher who has a fetishization for pregnancy and children. Ilaria. And the Spanish culture. And the Spanish culture. <laughs> And start having very young children. 
But that's so tiring. I'm tired. You know, I'm tired already. So yeah, well, you have to be rich and afford a staff. If one that's what's going on. and done. I'm done. Well, I mean, that's the fucked up thing with that line of questioning. Like to tell somebody, uh, it's irreversible and permanent, and ask, "Are you sure?" I think that's enough. I think yeah. that's enough. You know what? You're an adult. You've gone through the motions of requesting this referral. Like, you've thought about it. Yeah. You know? And then it's like, in comes whoever the fuck this bitch was, Susan or something. Like, you think maybe, are you done? What about, maybe, a, little boy? What about a boy? What about a little boy? Don't you want to complete your, your, your gendered family? What about a little Patty Jr.? Don't you want to complete your gendered family? Do you want a Pat Jr.? Oh, my God. I, I truly, it's like, I guess it shouldn't shock me, but it's just like, in 2021, New York City medical establishment, I would just think like we've learned some lessons, but no, 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 no. What does Mount Sinai mean? Is that a Christian like thing? No, I don't think. Well, no, I don't think Mount Sinai is a Christian thing. Um, I mean, I, of course, want to be like, you're not going back to that person, but this is your body, your choice. And you want to tolerate this person's um well i'm not going to her to talk about her like view <laughs> on the world i'm going to get a service provided i know but what if she asked that again like would there be anything in you that would want to be like no i think for me any hang-ups i have are like just kind of hang-ups well no like, I, what i'm saying is if somebody if somebody said something like that to me, I, of course, would be compelled to be like, I think that's really inappropriate that you're asking that. Oh, like, no, I'm not. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> like somebody says like a horrible, like... Uh, like, I want to write a review. I want to know the information for this person. and I want to write a review. Hi, doctor. This is Patrick's wife, Karen. <laughs> No, it's not Karen if my issue is about her lack of progressive issues. <laughs> lack of progressive understanding. So, yeah, Ugh. so that's uh, that's going to happen. It's a couple days of soreness. Can't wait to see what kind of questions I get asked. When they torch your fallopian tubes? Yeah, according to um, our, our dear Aunt Anne, uh, she said, just get them burnt is what she told me. <laughs> just burn them. She she did it. Just burn them. I assume she means like in somebody's like backyard yeah, or like a, garage space. What's it called? Um, cauterizing. Yeah, they just, just go in there. Just heat up a spoon over a oh, flame. Oh, God almighty. It's probably how that kind of shit started, quite honestly. Yeah. No, I guess it's lasers. They probably put a laser up pew, in there. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> they wheel out that huge Austin Powers laser. <laughs> And they're like, have a seat. I'm so, I mean, also it's like my social media, like, followings are all so progressive, like, anti-establishment when it comes to, like, the medical community that that has incepted me to a certain degree. But I've always felt like... It's rare that I feel like a doctor is, like, seeing me and connecting with me. And those times stand out to me. 
But more often than not, even if it's a woman doctor, I'm like, you're just like going through the script, business as usual, like, let's get this done. And honestly, the person I felt the most connected to at my um, obstetrics practice, I can never say that word without some sort of, um, was the fucking midwife that we spent all that time talking to. And they don't even let the midwives deliver babies, which I'm like, what's the point of them being here then? Which midwife? I don't remember. At downtown she, women? Yeah, she was the one. Downtown? A downtown women? A downtown women. <laughs> she was the one um, that told us the sex. Oh, yeah. And we had like a great Emery. long conversation with her. Like she was so, she was the most like warm, welcoming, connected person that I yeah. met there. And then she was like, but I don't deliver babies here. I was like, but you're a midwife. Like why? Like what's going on? Like, I called the midwife. I should have called the midwife. But. I was perfectly happy with my doctor, but there's still there is just a coldness to doctors more often than not, I find, even when you like go out of your way to like, for me, for instance, go to an all female practice. I'm like, OK, great. Like problem solved. No, not really. Yeah. It's still like the bedside manner. People that are into science, I just don't think are great at bedside manner is the problem. No, there's uh uh, there's like a spectrum-y quality mm-hmm. to people who spent 10 years in school <laughs> yes, to do are, their job. That are hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to like come out the other side. And then they're just yeah. like, yeah, what am I, what do I need to do for you here? Let's move on. What were we doing recently? I can't remember if it was healthcare related or Peggy related. There was something where you just couldn't get the person to explain in plain English to you like what Oh, the acupuncturist. No, it no? was something I was there for because it was so uncomfortable. No, you were there. I was on the phone. Remember with that woman? And she I was asking if she did trigger point. Yeah, yeah, but I'm thinking Something else? Yeah. Okay. Cuz I was on the phone with this acupuncturist. I was asking her if she did trigger point and then she went on to say well, all acupuncture is technically trigger point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, sure. But like the place I go to now, you specifically book a trigger point appointment. And she's like, right. Well, you know, when you use the needles, like all of the points in your body are triggers. I'm like, got it. Don't need acupuncture explained to me. Are you going to spasm my muscles? That's what I'm trying to get to here, lady. And I think I said something like, it just doesn't sound like we're going to be a good fit, does it? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm about to go get my nuts trigger pointed Ow! by Mount Sinai. Yeah, I mean, are you having second thoughts now that this dumb bitch incepted you? No, no. I definitely, I mean, I definitely don't want any more children. And if we do... We'll adopt some kids. Yeah. Like, uh, that's how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah. I'm like... I think I do, too. If for some reason we decide later on, like, our family needs some additions or we want to be of service in some way to children that need we help... we have some kind of financial windfall that <laughs> yes. seems sustainable. Yes. Then that just... That honestly feels like the natural option to me. Yeah. Uh. But it w- that means we just have to really nail it with Fran. No, it does not mean that. It does not mean that. Um, I mean, guess what? We won't. I guess <laughs> I, I, I'm also going to just do some research and make sure. I, I've talked to other men who have had it done, and 
I do, you know, there is that fear of like, well, will will it feel different or like? Yeah, do you my... still come or no? Yeah, because there's so many other fluids involved. Yeah, it's not just sperm, right? right. Yeah. yeah, I think sperm is the least amount of stuff in there. Oh, okay. Like it's mostly. So it's not just like a. <laughs> no, no. It's I think when you when you do shoot, I think it's it's like a little tiny bit of sperm, like the tadpoles that we all know. Uh, and then it's like salt water and loogie. Dave, that one's for you. That's that's what it's made up of. That's the science. <laughs> uh, so no, I no no second thoughts. I mean, I appreciate that you're open to it. I it kind of didn't even occur to me that because I've talked to some other people. We're making coffee in here, okay? Secure. I don't know if you can hear it. Oh, good. Wow, surprising. These mics typically just pick up like what's around your face. Um Yeah, I'm surprised to hear like another friend of mine who's <laughs> baby who had a baby around the same time as me, her husband, even though they know they don't want to have more kids, was not quite as open to that idea. Oh. Yeah. Naming I, names? Not No, not I'm not naming, naming names, please. Uh, and she was like, oh man, I wish he was like down for it the way that Patrick is. And I did like, it honestly hadn't even occurred to me that somebody knew that who knew they didn't want to have more kids would have some sort of like weird masculine hang up mm. about it. Cause you're just like so progressive. I mean, obviously it also has to do with like sleeping with other people also. For us. Not that yes. we don't use protection, but like just things can happen yes and i'm going to investigate getting a procedure as well which i can't wait for the questions that i'll be put through all right ross sit up on the chair put your feet in the stirrups we're gonna get the flamethrower out no and they're gonna be like i mean you're old of course but like only one kid only children i don't know like you don't want a little boy it's like you the world doesn't need more little boys, first of all. That's what I would have said Yeah, to her. especially whatever would come out of us, because Jesus, Fran no. is a white child. <laughs> yeah, and like being gay wouldn't even be good anymore, because it's like, who needs another like white gay guy in the world? Nobody. We don't even need them anymore. Well, we're taking them down? Woo! Yeah, because, you know, they're privileged, too. We got we to gotta help the most marginalized and pull them up the ladder okay Mm. that's what we gotta do anyway well what else is going on i worked yesterday you got your hair cut oh i chopped my locks off i became a mom and i was like i just don't have time we both went to luke a week apart yes highly recommend luke at maxwell's in bushwick uh if you are a local viewer uh luke at maxwell's is great it's an affordable, fashionable, in and out haircut. I got my long hair trimmed into a long haircut. <laughs> yes, it's now it's styled and layered appropriately. It's greased up. It looks great. Looks I love good it. some days. Other days, I'm like, what am I trying to accomplish here? <laughs> it looks great. I've been saying on stage that I feel like I look like a Christian rock insurrectionist. Oh, I could see it going in that direction. If I just went, but that's if you don't. That's if you don't tuck behind the ears and just let it shag around. Yeah, shag around. Maybe you get some sort of leatherette 
necklace with a charm of some kind. Never made it as a wise man. Start wearing some button downs where like one too many is open. You got the chest hair for it. Poor man stealing. I don't know any of the words that Storm oh, the this capital. is how you remind me of what I, I really am. am. A Republican. Do you remember that night? Fighting for gun rights. <laughs> you remember that don't night? Don't tread on me. I think I was still pregnant where we just like started singing those songs back and forth to each other like in bed in the dark and then we started like googling yeah. the band of each one of we these songs deep seven mary three <laughs> rabbit hole. oh my god somebody played the band train the other day at oh, work yeah. or like damn now deep fried chicken, chicken. <laughs> your best Kitchen. friend sticking up for you we didn't make it all the way through the song to be clear but I did. Somebody changed it. And I was like, we didn't even get to the deep fried chicken. What was one of their songs involved? A ukulele intro. Oh, God. I don't know. I then I started to think about like those types of bands and like that, like they all have the look of like unattractive middle aged men. And like, what is that? Is it just appealing to like middle of America? Like, is that what those record deals are? Like, like Christian middle, middle of America Bands? Yeah, they need something that sounds good in the background while you're at the mall or in the foreground while you're driving in your truck to the mall. But is that like, are those the people they're like selling those bands to? Like, I just, I don't know who those bands are for. Like in in the executives' minds, like who are we like pushing well, these weird middle-aged male bands that's, on? <laughs> that's what mass marketing is. It's like, what's the lowest common denominator like who are the most people like who are the average people and what do they want to listen to they want to listen to train baby they don't know what they want to listen to we're going to tell them what they want to listen to so we're going to make i mean those songs though are undeniably catchy and Uh, yeah to a fault and fucking incept you with your earworms yeah so uh it's just it's a brain trick it's like a obviously those bands are not being marketed to me and fair, you know, like they're not, that's not my genre, but I just was really trying to under like wrap my head around like, who are you for? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Cause like the guy like grown men with flat ironed yes. hair and it's like got a little bit of the, like wax in and it. And they look as old as your dad. You're like, what? But mm. I'm also speaking as if I'm like still a teenager. <laughs> But they also look like the successful ones, at least, they use very expensive oils and lotions. So they're You're skin... talking about Gavin Rosdale now. Well, yeah, he's <laughs> he's the one I have firsthand experience with. But like, um, uh, what is his name? Garth Brooks. When he did the... Um, oh. Remember he did that character, Chris Gaines? Never fucking forget. Chris Gaines was like the joke of those kinds of guys. Because he... Yeah, it was like Not the to hair, him. hair products and the the jewelry. Like, the jewelry. Like rings, leather leather uh, chokers like and what cuffs. what was he doing? Oh, those guys love a stonewashed jean with like torn holes. A boot cut. Ooh, they, they love a boot cut. They're like, okay, I want a new pair of jeans, but I want these jeans to have the personality of Guy Fieri. <laughs> because... 
We have a new single coming out. <laughs> We're opening for Goo Goo Dolls. Guy Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, Train. These bands. I mean, these are different than Seven Mary Three and. Uh, yes, but the look is very similar. Like if you just if you line them all up, the looks are very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the un to the untrained eye. That would be a funny sketch. Like do like a fake documentary about um like maybe there's a bass player who is in all of those bands and he's actually mm. the mastermind of them. Yeah, that would be a good mockumentary actually of like. Like people don't know this, but I actually I I wrote all the songs for Train, Seven Mary Three, <laughs> Goo Goo Dolls. You know the hit a Violet. Iris. From, oh, Iris. A Violet. What am I talking about? That's an amazing whole song. Thank you very How much. How does that go? And the sky was made of amethyst, and all the stars are just like a little fish. How is that crazy old bag doing? I think she's legitimately sober. Oh, that's good. And you should know where to go. And you should learn how to say no. <laughs> so I watched this one of the best documentary songs. that like really pushes this theory that maybe she, she had something to do with Kurt. We watched Cobain's. it together. And now I feel bad because I'm like, I probably told like 20 or 30 people about that Was over it the debunked? last few years. Debunked. Hun, I'm talking <laughs> about the funk. Okay. I'm talking about the funk soul wait, brother. Wait, was the theory defunct? Oh my god! If anybody knows my mother, I'm my mother. You, you that was a mo- very that was mom full moment. Jonesy. Yeah. Um, no, well, but I I was actually wanting to know: Did they defunk it? Like, did they take the funk soul brother right out of that documentary? They were like, you know what? This baseline <laughs> hops. It hops a little too much. We need a more straightforward driving right, beat. Okay. So get this funk out of here. Well, so. You answered my question about that. Also, did they debunk it? Okay, now we can not move on a, to that. Not officially, but I think it's like it was. Uh, it's basically a conspiracy theory, you know. And I'm like, well, shit. That it's... documentary really fucked with me too because I love Mia Courtney Love. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I think you she got is... a haircut. I got... That's what we're <laughs> Courtney this. Love is like mostly sober. I think Cali sober maybe. They just had. The Friends reunion. I don't know if anybody watched that. We didn't. I couldn't give a fuck, but um, people are talking about it. Not us, though. So. <laughs> I know. I'm just like mentioning things that like. You got your haircut. You also worked a, a full day yesterday. I did work a full day. To support our family. To support our family. I have to do those invoices so that we actually get the support that was that will be provided. I worked um, all weekend and I, I'm still tired. I'm like still out of it. And, and you got to get it together because we going on a date tonight. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, Sell we have a body, babysitter. Body. Sell your body, body, body. We're, what we're actually watching is legendary, 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 which is an amazing um, ballroom competition. I feel like this is such an insane last minute and a half. We're just like saying everything. <laughs> I'm getting my you balls chopped. What <laughs> Seven else is Mary new? Three. This is this is a standard issue. Who cares episode yeah, exactly. where we bounce around. We're giving the people our full lunacy, our sleep deprived, raising a small child lunacy, and they're lucky that we're even recording. Thanks. We are we recording? <laughs> we um we're just hanging out, having a one on one conversation, which we never get to do. Um. 
Yeah, so you were watching Mayor of Easttown last night, and I burst into tears from a scene, and I said, turn it off, and then, or no, actually, I think you turned it off when you saw that I was losing my shit. And then I said, you have to put on Legendary immediately, and so then we cut to Legendary, and I was like, okay, and watching people vogue and compete and be read to filth and it was great and celebrated what a special show such a special show we i think it's kind about... of taking over my rupaul's drag race um yeah vibes. i mean it's just so much about the dancing and the artistry and uh there's like that one there's just like a moment that it got me emotional they were praising the that big that big bitch on tonka. one of the teams yeah his name tonka. is tonka <laughs> And uh, we were just saying how, like, I assume his childhood was very uncomfortable. I mean, this is an enormous man. I think that that can safely be said for almost everyone that's involved in that show. Yeah. Pretty much all black queer people. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, what did he get put through? What? How uncomfortable was he? And now he's like just an amazing performer like does not have the body type of many people in the drag scene or the no. ballroom scene. Uh, he's just this big guy. And um, I don't know. I was just so touched at how, just how much he passion he put into his performance, how good he is at what he does and how much love the judges gave him. Well, and the judges encouraged the house so the, to, the show to spotlight him yeah more. to feature him and like because they were like we don't want you just to be like a token or a novelty where you're just like i'm the big guy in the group yeah and so yeah it's just it's a really um but just that the show exists and yes. holds space for these people who are, who deserve were, it were outcasts probably their whole lives and like this show is not mainstream but it is on fucking hbo so it's like yeah that's pretty mainstream and uh i don't know i just um uh, i just felt like this weird I, I don't know if this is related to being a parent or not but it's like this feeling of like yes everyone should get to belong somewhere you know yes. and everyone should get have access to love and appreciation and support uh by someone you know and uh, have the same rights as yeah. everyone else yeah totally um so that took me out of my my mayor K hole that you you're to blame. <laughs> I blame Kate Winslet. Um but yeah, Legendary is an amazing show. It really is. It brings a lot of especially because it's what? Pride month. Mm. That should have been said at the top of the show. Happy Pride. To all my queers and allies, uh, it's a very different month than last year. We're actually mm. getting to celebrate. I went to a drag show the other night. That's something to talk about. I went to um, see friend of the show, Michael Ray Solis, a.k.a. Cholula Lemon, mm-hmm. her drag persona, uh, do a night at this amazing uh, gay bar here in Brooklyn called Come On Everybody, where everyone was so goddamn nice and it was like very, very good vibes, which I think is also maybe like the vibe of Pride this year, too. The fact that like nobody was able to do anything last year and now it's like we showed our 
vaccine cards upon arrival. Everyone got to take their masks off. We were got to be indoors and hug each other and watch drag. And like, yeah, it was fucking awesome. So I have a feeling like Pride is going to feel extra cute this Loving. month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accepting. I've heard yeah. Pride can be a little exclusive, exclusionary. Well, I think there's a lot of... There's a lot of corporate backlash happening now, too. Like, a lot of people are calling out the sort of faux pride nonsense that's going on. And I think with... Here the- at McDonald's, we love the gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's also where a lot of the coming for cis gay white men is coming to, where it's just like, you need to, like, support and celebrate the less fortunate of our of our crew and like you're living the good life so like let's help those that still need some some pulling up the ladder you know reach down pull up interesting um yeah i think that there's because you no matter what no matter how marginalized or what minority you are there's like always gonna be infighting and lack of acceptance and like you know I was always very naively when I was dating somebody who was trans uh who's a trans man to my shock like butch lesbians were like coming for him and for me being like you if you want to be with a real woman like mm. <laughs> and really looking down on like trans guys as like they they just can't own their butchness and that's why they're doing this. And I was like, wait, what? It's like so <laughs> many layers. Yeah. And it's like that sort of stuff goes on all over the place, I think. And uh so I think that there's just there's a need to just embrace all the gray, all the in between, and like celebrate and embrace each other and like not fall into the same issues that have been used against the very people you know like does that make sense what i'm trying to say yeah like it needs to be defunct you know what i'm talking about man needs to be defunct (laughs) defunct it and debunk it as they say (laughs) we're both so tired (laughs) how did it feel how did it feel to be back in the workplace Back on a on on location, <laughs> photo yeah. studio. Uh, it was good. I mean, it's exhausting. You know, like. Are you like? Are you like showing pictures of your daughter to everyone? Oh yeah, but to a certain degree. But I can tell. You know, it's a fine line. Yeah, it's like you want to share with people, but then also you know that they just don't care the way you do, and yeah. nor should they. Yeah, they absolutely should not. But I I kind of. Because I care a little too much about what people think also. It's like I quickly am like, oh, I'm doing this too much. I, I have to stop. Like, But then it's like I'm an excited new mom. Like, just fucking humor me. But, and she's awesome. And she's so fun. She's but, like a really cool baby. So but if you're not interested in her, you're lost. But it's more in person that, you know, you can be excited about her. So I can understand that maybe like photos and videos to people that don't have children are like, okay, cool. <laughs> 
yeah it's like the next level of uh do you have like 10 minutes so i could describe to you what i dreamt about last night yes yes it is a tear of that i think but no it was nice to be around adults and and many of your coworkers are friends with her already they got to share a meal with her recently yes exactly actually uh zach who's a friend of mine from work he was asking me we went to the drag show together the other night and he wanted to know like what is a typical day with fran like he wanted to like know what the schedule is like because he was saying that he would like to like come and help me sometime and i was like really and he was like yeah like i'm interested in kids like he doesn't know if he wants to have a kid but like he is kind of interested in the idea of it and him and his partner have been together a long time that's cute yeah and i was like I mean, it's awesome, but it's really exhausting. If he wants to talk about future family planning, I have a urologist at <laughs> Mount Sinai who's really open-minded. Oh, yes. I'm sure she'd have lots to say about a gay couple that need to figure out how to have a kid. She's like, first, do you want a son? <laughs> She's like, you know, in China, they used to do this thing where if it wasn't a son at the start, they just drown the kid. I don't necessarily believe in that, but you might want to have a son too. China, they just said that people can now have three children instead of two. Wow. Because they're realizing that they did the math wrong, <laughs> ironically. And uh, oh my God. they're going to have like a, a, a weird like population problem. Oh, uh, Jesus. Doctor urologist from Mount Sinai, we should get her together with uh, our old receptionist at the pediatrician who thought I should just um, take it upon myself and decide if we want more children. Marital rape. And just rape you. Pretty cool. To get you pregnant again. Pretty cool. I'll get the two of them in a room. She must have made a comment to the wrong person because we never saw her after that. Yeah. Okay, so Zach might want to have a kid. He wants to. He wants to. Do she, a, he wants to do a ride along. Well, he said he was like, maybe I can come over and shadow you. Yes. <laughs> he did say, we were like, yeah, you come over, you shadow me. Um, but I think he started to like as I was kind of going through the day of like all the different things. He was like, what do you do with her all day? And I was like, I'll tell you. A lot of chasing. A lot of chasing. A lot but of I was swings. also saying that it was like you know it was nice actually to reflect on how hard it was in the beginning and like it just it doesn't feel that way anymore like yeah we're tired but everything's a bit more predictable now we like you know it's like in those early days when she would just cry and you're just like I remember there was one time when we were at my parents house still and she was just crying on and off for like two to three hours and like we both were kind of like out of our minds i think we both started like laughing at certain points because it was just like what and we both were just like taking turns like bouncing her over Mm. and over again in the bedroom and like like those days are long behind us thank god (laughs) you know but you know they're nuts they're nuts their brains are developing at a rapid rate and yet still there's so much more to go and they are you know it's like who who's like her brain is not fully developed so like she just thinks that she can get off of things head first no matter what like that's mm-hmm. somebody whose brain is not fully developed yet she's like well this seems the <laughs> easiest way if i just 
I know I can't walk or like really hold my body weight entirely yet, but it just seems like I should go head first off of things. Like that's what makes sense. (laughs) Let me just belly flop over this thing. Just make my whole body rigid and do a front flip. Man, her rigidness, I tell you, it's, it feels like it's kind of gone to a ne- another level. We both did get greeted when we came home <gasps> separately yes. yesterday. I walked in and she screamed Dada. And then you walked in and she screamed Mama. Yeah, which didn't seem like an accident. Yeah, I, I'm curious. Maybe we'll try it again when we get home. Yeah, I feel like she's like slowly getting there. Yeah. It's like with the walking too. It's like that's her version of like pulling herself to stand up. <laughs> you know yeah. like she's she's close oh hun what's going on with you what's your week been like just just uh juggling some video work i filmed some shows all weekend for a really cool comic that i like and we're gonna put together a little project about him uh and that was fun to be back in the comedy club no masks for a few sold out show not sold out but like very full shows no masks indoors it was like really surreal felt like we're in a speakeasy doing something illegal but they did require vaccines to be there excelsior passes mm-hmm. um and it was just great it just like really did lift my spirits i like didn't realize how much i missed just yeah. being around comedy uh but it was very tiring because like my work day started at like 7:30 p.m., which is when we are typically like an hour or two away from sleep. So winding down, we're doing our full wind down. Yeah, and so Friday night I took the train home like an idiot and didn't get home until two in the morning because I was waiting all night for the L train or waiting for like an hour for the train to come and ended up on a train with uh there was a a baby in a stroller and this couple who were exhausted and the baby was crying and like my heart was like aching for this baby because i'm like that baby should have been in bed six hours ago like literally (laughs) yeah and you know that's hard to kind it's it's like you know i've seen that a hundred times as a regular new yorker you know uh and just never thought about it and now it's like man babies just need so much comfort and um just like quiet space and like rest and i just you know i just really felt for the couple because obviously they didn't look like they wanted to be there at that hour either um so anyway that was my friday and then uh yeah just just dealing with this footage and you know i did some open mics yesterday two daytime open mics that were kind of painful and i'm just (laughs) struggling with this you know, feeling of like, I am not the same person I was when the pandemic started, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, my life is so different and everything I was working on comedy wise at the time just doesn't feel like, uh, authentic anymore. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel present, uh, or accurate of like what my life looks like. So You know, it's like just, burn it down, start over. Yeah, basically. So it's like trying all these half ideas about being a new parent and, um, you know, half ideas sometimes can lead to full ideas at mics, but I really need to just buckle down on a realistic uh, writing schedule, open mic schedule, 
etc because um you know the way i'm i've been tr- i thought i could do it is probably not going to work so uh you know just having a little bit of a crisis of faith sure about uh mm-hmm. my career choices sure 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 uh, me too me so, too me too me too <laughs> so anyway um you know <laughs> but it's summer almost and mm-hmm. it's gonna be great and we're carving out time for ourselves individually and as a couple um while spending quality time with our family and our daughter. It's true. It's you know, true. so everything's going to be fine. Okay. Did Peggy go out again before you left? No. Or has Peggy only been out once so far? She's only been out once. She's only been out once. Um, but, you know. Apologies for the non sequitur. I got to check in with my wife about logistics sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, viewer. We bounced around a lot, we know, but uh, the Who Cares podcast family is up and running, and this is what up and running looks like, sounds yeah. like, yeah, looks like, sounds like, plays like. And get your date books ready. Maybe by next week, by next episode, we'll have a date for you to put in the calendar for our variety show. Wow. Next week, we he gotta, thinks. I think we got to just get a date on the books. Yeah, and make just it happen. Do one. Okay. We're going to do a variety show. We're thinking about calling it, uh, we hired a sitter for this. Yeah, I can't tell if we should say we hired or we got. We got a sitter for this. We hired a sitter for this. I think we hired because it raises the stakes. Like we okay. are paying money okay. <laughs> to be here right now. People I've told it to love it. So we're going to do a variety comedy show uh, where we host together. Yep. We'll do some Q&A. Maybe we'll record it to put it out as a live podcast yep. segment or yeah. something. We're going to get out there. We're going to get out there. We're going to start riffing together and giving the people what they didn't ask for. Okay. Riffing. Loving. Da, 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 da. Uh, that's it for us today, I think. Yep. We love you. We miss you. Stay safe out there. Enjoy Pride Month. And we'll see you real soon. Bye. Let me know if you need a referral to a urologist. (laughs) Burn it down. Bye. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.